America needs a tidal wave of the old-time religion. I have sinned against you. How dare you! We have no need to doubt God. The heart of Babylon is preparing the nations to receive the Antichrist. I didn't even build that house with money from the church. I built it with money from my book. I don't make this stuff up. Repenting of your sins. It is a moral issue. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. I just enjoy seeing people worship, praising God. Hey everybody and welcome to Believe It or Not, a show where we believe it or was is it or not? Who knows? You be the judge. Check your toes. So uh, recently, mm-hmm. as of the release of this vi- vi- video, I released a, a video about the Bible and mm-hmm. the Holy Word of God. Mm. And I what was this Holy Word? Um, was it, it Amen? It was hang hang tight, hang tight. I'll be right, right. there. <laughs> cool runnings, dudes. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> But I mentioned that there's a number of contradictions in mm. the Bible. Really? Um, yeah. There's. I a thought few. it was pretty like tight and well edited. You'd think that. Yeah. Um, being a but God's got a lot on his plate, I guess. Yeah, like uh, double helpings of turkey. Yeah. Mashed potatoes. Yep. A, um, green bean casserole. Mm. Uh, I don't know parsnips. Yeah, he's got some par- <laughs> parsnips. He's got probably a, cranberry jelly. Turtle soup. Turtle soup. Yeah. Yeah, you can't really get that anymore. No. Yeah. But uh but uh I mentioned a couple but I thought we'd go through some more and these are it's not going to be a extensive like it's not going to be a full list of all the contradictions in the Bible. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk a about a few of them. of them. We'll talk about a few this of them. This is a little a little teaser taster for those uh looking to crack open the good book. Yeah. For your next weekend read or Oprah's book club meeting. I feel I feel like we've talked about this too as like we used to do a little bonus thing about Bible contradictions. Yeah, this does sound familiar. Yeah, but we've never done a full episode. No. So there might be some overlap. But you know what? It, think of it as a trip down memory lane. Also, if you ever if you are someone who does study the Bible, you do the same thing every time you go to church and yeah. Bible study. You read the same stuff over and over again. Over and over again. So how why do we have to be different? And you skip the same stuff over and over again. Mm, interesting. Um, I was also watching a video um, that was explained in the NIV, so the New International Version, mm. Um, mm. is... I didn't realize this. This is the Bible my family had. It was made by the uh, um, evangelical, like for evangelicals by evangelicals, and they get rid of a lot of the contradictions. They they just kind of edit them out. Oh, and they is there's like a footnote in the bi- okay. bottom, like actually it said this because and their justification was that. Um, the contradictions are probably due to um, translation errors, so they're fixing what it back to what it probably was originally. What? <laughs> yeah, so there wasn't actually, originally in the original manuscripts, they say there were no contradictions, but it's just like as people like. So they're saying it's a translation error, so shouldn't they just do a new translation for the Yeah, but the they original? say that the original manuscripts are gone, so they're okay. they're guessing that this is what the original so manuscripts probably said. Yeah, right. they're just trying to get rid of any contradictions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. Yeah. I just, uh, I don't get it, Yeah, you know? <laughs> but still, the NIV has a lot. Uh, because they didn't get rid of all of them. But right. Are we doing the NIV? 
Uh, we'll touch on the NIV. What, but like, okay, so how many different versions of the Bible are there right now? I like, know I've heard of the King James. There's like a hundred of them. The NIV, hundreds you know? probably. Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh, Those are new like Revised Standard Version is one of the new Revised. So uh, these just all sound like reliable. the same thing with like yeah. slight. You know, like when you get in a textbook and you're like, oh, you need the fifth edition, yeah. not the fourth edition. Even like we, um, I've read from my old Bible mm-hmm. on the podcast, and then when I go to put the verse on the screen. Um, for the viewer at home, and I look up the NIV online, it's changed since the version from 1994 or whatever that I have. Which is a weird thing to happen to a book that's supposedly the Word of God. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Doesn't that feel a little strange to you? Yeah, you'd think that one NIV to another NIV or one King James to another King, King James would be the same, but, but a lot of times only that's one, not even the, the case. That there should be just one version yeah. of it, yeah. not hundreds. Yeah. Huh. But well, uh, here we are, folks. Here we are. Um, is Jesus God? Mm. And are God and Jesus the same? And in John 10, it says, my father and I are one. And then in John 14, it says, my father is greater than I. Okay, so how can you be one? Well, hmm. maybe it's like, um, maybe it's like, uh, you know, like, a conjoined twin situation. Oh, they're the same. They're well, the same, but one is like, I don't know, cooler or something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But they're not the same person. They just have some of the same organs. Yeah, but I mean, as a unit, I guess they're one. Like a married couple. <laughs> yeah, like a, the Lord. like a married couple. Sure, yeah. that's probably a better, that's probably a better example <laughs> than what I'm trying to say. <laughs> something probably horribly offensive. And I apologize. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's, I think that's the argument a lot of Christians make is that it's like, well, it's talking about the Trinity. So they are one, but there's a hierarchy within the Trinity. So, but. So how can you be one and then also have a, tri- a, a hierarchy in it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, can you see God? Well. Uh, in Genesis 32, verse 30, it says, I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. Whereas in John 1, verse 18, it says, No man has seen God at any time. Who said they saw God? Uh, probably Moses. Moses. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's no man. He's no man. He is a superman. That's true. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's something. So Genesis is the Old Testament, right? Yeah. And is John New Testament? John's New Testament, but it's okay. like no man has seen God at any time. Mm. But you also believe that the Old Testament is true? Right. Well, you could say no man has seen God at any time except that one time. Except that one time, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like with language. There's always an exception to the rule. Yeah. Like we used to play... Um, Never have I ever in Bible college. Yeah, it's yeah. like um not a drinking game, but like a like a icebreaker game. Yeah, yeah. And um, so it would be like in the circle. But I, there was one person who was like, it's the first week at college. They're trying to look cool. Uh, so like, never have I ever their seen thing the face was of God. They only wear Vans, slip-ons. Okay, that was like their cool thing because they are super cool. <laughs> but, are you? You're wearing a pair yeah, right now. I'm wearing a pair right now. But uh, they. Instead of saying um, something they have never done, they they kept saying, I have never in the last three years worn shoes that have... And it's like, that's not how I have never worked. No. <laughs> but, yeah. Did you let it slide? We didn't let it slide. Good. let it slide. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. That's not how it works, lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, does God change? 
Does he? Mm. Well, in Malachi 3, verse 6, it says, For I am the Lord, I change not. But mm. in Exodus 32, verse 14, it said, And the Lord repented of the evil which he thought to do unto his people. For which he thought to do? Yet God wanted to do evil to his people, then changed his mind and repented. Well, I, I mean, I got to say, at least he's holding himself accountable for thought crime. Like, that's true. They want to hold people accountable for thought crime. Yeah. Right? So I guess, I guess that's at least fair. Yeah. But that means he has changed. I changed not. Just sounds like he's gaslighting you. Yeah, it really does. Mm-hmm. Um, in Matthew 19, verse 26, it says, with, all thi- with God, all things are possible. Very mm. famous verse. Uh, but then in Judges 1, verse 19, it says, The Lord was with Judah, and he uh, drove out the inhabitants of the mountain, but could not drive out the inhabitants of the valley because they had chariots <laughs> of iron. <laughs> wow. God. Is that why we don't see God anymore? Because uh, we drive cars, which yes. are the modern-day chariots of iron. Exactly. Wow, makes God's sense. God's scared of them. He's scared of cars. Yeah. Maybe he never got his driver's license. Mm-hmm. Um I guess I guess Jesus never took him out on the road nope. <laughs> to do a road test. <laughs> or like when Jesus would take him out, he would like he got nervous easily yeah. and start freaking That's out. That's okay. Yeah. That's fine. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. James one verse thirteen says, "Let no man say he is tempted. I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil. Neither tempteth he any man." Uh, and then in Genesis twenty two verse one it says, "And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham." I was gonna say, doesn't he always? play shit like that yeah he's like doing weird tricks and saying like aha uh-huh, i'm going to test them by yeah. tempting them that's the whole story of job is yeah. like i'm gonna have, uh, play some games with this little guy and much like you know back to your video on uh, satan yeah that whole thing didn't he like isn't i know they say that he did, it's such a convoluted bullshit but yeah. if he is the creator of all things he created satan yeah. and then he is now tempting people with satan right yeah. Exactly. So he controls that, whether you want to believe it or not. Yeah, even by allowing him to be there. Yeah. Like, yeah, and it's to test us, apparently. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. tempting people. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, like if you're if you're one of those people who like want to test your partner, so you create a fake Instagram account and send them a sexy message. What? You, you hear about this when people like no. make a fake Instagram account to test their partner to see if they would cheat? Uh, man you gotta be either a really insecure or be in a very terrible relationship i think if you're at that point exactly but uh, that's what god seems like um why not both why not both in psalm 92 it says the righteous shall flourish but in isaiah 57 it says the righteous shall perish (laughs) from the earth um well, are they saying that they're going to perish from the earth and flourish in heaven, though? Oh, maybe. Because isn't that what they want, right? They yeah, want the rapture to happen it. and then to go up to heaven. But the Old Testament didn't really have a, a theology of af- afterlife. Oh, shit. So yeah. then what are they... So are you supposed to be righteous or are you not supposed to be righteous? I think you're supposed to be righteous, but just know that your days are number. <laughs> be good, because yeah. you're going to die. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the truth, but... Hmm. You see the, uh, remember the Old uh, Testament and they had the Ten Commandments? Mm, yeah. Starring Charlton Heston? Yeah, 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 yeah. Old Testament? Um, number one, don't drink and drive. Yeah, number one, don't drink and drive. Because God's afraid of cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, honor thy father and mother, Exodus mm-hmm. 20, verse 12. But then in Luke 14, verse 26, it says, if any man came to me and hate not his father and his mother and his wife and children and brethren and sisters, yea, and his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Wait, so he's, what? So he's supposed, you're supposed to hate everybody so yeah. you can be God's disciple? Yeah, you're supposed to walk away from everybody in your family and hate them and just follow Christ and hate your family and your brothers and your sisters and your children and your wife and just leave them all behind and follow Jesus. Man, that's uh, that's pretty bleak. Yeah. Also in the Ten Commandments, in Exodus 20, verse 8, it says, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Uh-huh. But then in Romans 14, verse 5, it says, one man esteemeth one day above another, another esteemeth every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. So it's basically saying do whatever you want. Yeah, do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. It's obviously like an argument for why they switched to Sunday from Saturday. Right. But it's still going against the Ten Commandments, even though Jesus said that not one law shall be rewritten. Mm, except the ones that were. Yeah, exactly. Right. So were they just doing away the Sabbath so they could get more shit done? Is that all it yeah, is? Yeah. No, they ch- switched to Sunday to celebrate the resurrection. And also it was probably mm. easier to meet together on a on a Sunday because right. not everybody was in the church, the, the Jewish church, mm, okay. temple, sen- sen- synagogue. Yeah. Um. Exodus 20, verse 13, in the Ten Commandments says, Thou shalt not kill. But then in Exodus 32, verse 27, it says, uh, Thus saith the Lord of Israel, but put every man uh, put every man his sword by his side and slay every man his brother, companion, companion and neighbor. Why, what? Why would they? Is this back to hating everybody so you can? Yeah, this is back to like, okay, well, this is like we're, we're in Israel and we're going to, um, take. We're gonna kill all the enemies so that we can get this piece of land. But you shouldn't kill. But you shouldn't kill, unless yeah. unless yeah. it's uh, for some good reason. Um, speaking of uh, killing people, what about? Yeah. Um, speaking of swords, actually, uh, then Jesus said unto him, "This is in Matthew twenty six, verse fifty two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then said Jesus unto him, Put away again thy sword unto its place, for all thy take." All that they take the sword, all that take the sword shall perish. Mm. I, I don't know. Uh, shall for perish with the sword. All they that take the sword shall perish with the sword. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. So if you <laughs> pick up a sword, you'll die by the sword. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's like the warrior code. Exactly. And then Luke 22 says, Then said unto he, he unto them, But now he hath a purse, let him take it, and likewise his script, uh, and he hath no sword, let him sell his garment and buy one. I don't know. What is that saying exactly? That's saying to sell all what you have so that you can buy a sword. If you have a nice oh. garment, sell it so you can buy a sword because we all need to have a sword. Okay. So Matthew wants to put away want, the sword. Put away the sword, but Luke's like, nah. Yeah. Nah. Um, Arm everybody. In Matthew, it's more about peace because it says in Matthew 10, verse 34, think not that I come to send peace on earth. I came to send uh I came not to send peace, but a sword. Oh, so it's like the opposite. So, yeah, it's all over the place. Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I come not to send peace, but a sword. And then in John 16, it says, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. Okay, so Matthew is saying that he's not there to send peace. He's there to send a sword. But if you pick up a sword, you're going to die by the sword. Yeah. And then Luke is saying that if you don't have a sword, you should buy one because you're going to be fucked if you don't have one. Yeah. 
Um, also, it also says, then said he unto them. Is that Jesus saying that yeah, unto them? Yeah, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. He's all over the place, He's all eh? over the place, yeah. Um, How drunk was he? Pretty drunk, I think. Probably. <laughs> like this one. Rejoice not when the enemy falleth. This is from Proverbs 24, verse 17. Rejoice not when the enemy falleth, and let not thine heart be glad when he stumbleth. And then in Psalm 58, it says, The righteous shall rejoice when he seeth the vengeance. <laughs> he shall wash his feet in the blood of the wicked. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's a dark twist. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't feel bad. Don't don't be glad when your enemy dies. And yeah. then it's just like, bathe in his blood. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Proverbs 12, verse 22 says, Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord. Mm. And then uh, first loose lips sink ships. Exactly. What's that? That's from the Bible, too. Uh, is it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, that's from Proverbs as well, I think. But uh, in 1 Kings 22, verse 23, it says, The Lord hath put a lying spirit in the mouth of all thy prophets, and the Lord hath spoken evil concerning thee. So don't lie, but I can. Oh. Yeah. Okay. God causes his prophets to lie as a prank but this sounds like it's back to the whole temptation thing and confusing people yeah so if god's putting those lies in their mouths you can't blame them for being wrong exactly because it's the yeah. word of god the word of god and god's lying through them yeah so yeah. if it's the word of god but it's a lie and you're supposed to believe the word of god it's not a lie yeah that's what i would think i that's what i would, yeah and you can't get mad at somebody for listening to your words, even yeah. if it is a lie. Peter 2 verse 13 says, Submit yourself to every ordinance of man, to the king as supreme, or unto governors. But then in Acts Ooh. 5 verse 29, it says, We ought to obey God rather than man. Well, kings, right, are um, are like, you know, God's representation on earth, right? That's true, yeah. I don't know about governors. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe not. Mm. I don't know why governors reminded me of, you know, what's her name? Uh, Danielle Smith, the Alberta premier. Yes. Uh, she thought that um, Canadian premiers were equal in power to American governors, and she thought she could just pardon people. So she was just trying to pardon people, and then found <laughs> that she couldn't do it. Uh, you're pardoned. <laughs> A pardoned. A pardoned. Yeah. Pardon me. Pardon. 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 Um, you know, you love incest. Is that you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think I so. Trying to remember if it was you. Actually, maybe it was. <laughs> okay. Could have sworn. But anyways, um, cursed be he that lieth with his sister, the daughter of his father, or the daughter of his mother. But also, wait. So wouldn't that be his sister anyway? Yeah, his sister, or his stepsister, or his half sister, or <laughs> it's all the same thing. Yeah, that's in Deuteronomy twenty-seven, verse twenty-two. Don't Deuteronomy your sister. Don't Deuteronomy. And then also in Leviticus 20, it says, and if a man shall take a sister, his father's daughter, or his mother's daughter, it is a wicked thing. Okay, so Deuteronomy and Leviticus are on the same page. Yeah, but also Abraham was married to his sister. Oh, shit. And God said unto Abraham, as for Sarah, my wife, I bless her and give thee a son also of her. Well, there weren't as many people when Abraham was there, though, right? There was only, like, what, six people? <laughs> no, Abraham, there was quite a lot of people. Oh, shit. Yeah, he, and there was, like, a whole Egypt. Uh, uh, <laughs> and also, like, yeah, because the Bible doesn't exist without incest, like, after Noah's yeah. Ark and after it. Um, well, I guess Eve. if God picks someone, it's okay. But in general, it's not good. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Okay. 
Uh, how long is the earth going to last? Well, in Ecclesiastes 1 verse 4, it says, The earth abideth forever. Mm. But in 2 Peter 3 verse 10, it says, The elements shall melt with fervent heat, the earth also, and the works that are herein shall be burned up. Whoa. I mean, that's true. Whoa, it's happening right now. Yeah. We're on fire. We had four days last week, like worldwide, that were the hottest days in on record history. Yeah. 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 Four. Mm-hmm. It's only going to get worse. But global warming's not a thing. No, it's just um, the temperatures in the world are just a little hotter. Oh, yeah. Across the board. Yeah. And consistently getting hotter. Yeah. So that's different. That's though. different. Oh, yeah. You know, that's um, that's just uh, uh, it's just what we call uh, hothouse. Yeah. And a spicy I, earth theory. People think, oh, recorded history. So what, in the last hundred years? No, like we're we're talking last like millennia. <laughs> yeah, we have records of a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. And you can tell other than just records like this is the hottest day. Sure. But I mean, even if the records are just like from say the 1850s that's a long that's a long time yeah in james it says that but without uh without but I should have gotten a different translation. I can but already. Wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith works w- without works is dead. Was yeah. not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? <laughs> and then in Romans it says, "What shall we say then that Abraham our father was pertaining to the flesh hath found? For if Abraham were justified by work, <laughs> works he had." He has, uh, wherefore, whereof to glory. Basically, James is saying Abraham was justified by works. Romans is saying, nah. <laughs> uh, so Romans and James are this, it's an argument. Like they, yeah. those two books disagree with each other. It's almost like one was written as a rebuttal to the other one. Okay. Like, and it's, it's about the whole works versus faith. This is the whole one where he was going to kill his son and then God's like, JK, lol. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So James is saying and that he's justified because he was listening to God. But, yeah. Um, who's the other one? Uh, Romans. Romans. They say it was written by Paul, but. Okay. He's the one saying like, he's not just. So what is he saying then? Is he saying that Abraham was wrong? And that Abraham was justified by his faith in God, that God would, would fix the situation. Oh, okay. So it. it James is saying that Abraham was saved by God because um, he did the deed that God asked him to do, and it was his works and his actions that saved him. But then Paul, or whoever wrote Romans, is saying that um, actually it was because he had faith in God, and the works part of it had nothing to do with it. But wasn't the works because of his faith? Yeah. So it it sounds like they're just arguing the same thing. They but- are, yeah. Okay, but it's it's still a contention in the church. Like people still argue about faith versus works, even though both options are in the Bible. But I don't. Just, I what I don't get is that you're doing those works because of your faith. Yeah, it, they're a symptom of each other. It's yeah. not like I'm doing those works, but I don't believe in God. You're doing those works because you believe in God. So therefore, they are an extension of your faith. Yeah, and like the 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 way people do it is like just to shame people for being nice. Like if you're volunteering mm. or something like that, and they're like, "You're," I hope you're not doing that because you think God's gonna save you because of that. Because God just saves you by your faith. But 
Which is weird because yeah. don't they always like try and preach charity and kindness and stuff like that? Not these guys. Oh, not these guys. Yeah, not okay. the Baptists. Not the Baptists. Well, okay. I mean, it depends on the Baptists. Not the independent Baptists. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's pretty depressing. Yeah. Hmm. Um, in First Corinthians, it says, every woman that prays or prophesies with her head uncovered dishonors her head. Uncovered. Okay. Um, so she's got to wear a little hat. Yeah, she's got to wear a little hat, which is... One of the reasons church hats exist, but um, so that gives the impression that women are allowed to pray and prophesy in church. But then in First Timothy two twelve it says, "But I suffer not a woman to teach, nor to your super authority over a man, but to be in silence." Fucking Timothy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck you, Timothy. Um, some Old Testament mm. contradictions. Burnt offerings. Yeah, in Jeremiah seven verse twenty two it says. For on the day that I brought your ancestors out of the land of Egypt, I did not speak to them or command them concerning burnt offerings and sacrifices. But then, in, um, so he's saying, yeah, I didn't tell them to do burnt offerings. Okay. And then there's multiple verses in the Bible of God saying to do burnt offerings, like in Exodus 29, verse 42, it shall be it shall be a regular burnt offering throughout your generations at the entrance of the tent or meeting before the Lord. So he's I like, I didn't say to that. Speak to you. Yeah, and then he's I like, nah, I didn't say it. I didn't fucking say that. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> You're dumb. Saul had a daughter. King Saul had a daughter named mm. Michal. And in 2 Samuel 6, 23, it says that she had no children until she died. But then in 2 Samuel uh, 21, same book, verse 8, it says, but the king took t- uh, the two sons of Rizpah and the five sons of Michal, the daughter of Saul. So she had no children until she died, but also she had five sons. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Maybe she gave birth to them and she died in childbirth. Oh, she had quintuplets. She had quintuplets and died in childbirth. That it's funny sense. because like things like that are how Christians get past. <laughs> uh, Bart Ehrman wrote a, a number of books about how the Bible contradicts itself and other things criticizing the Bible. Yeah. I think it'd be fun to be a Christian just so you can have these, aha, see, it works because of this. Yeah. <laughs> but he gives an example. I saw one example where he was talking about how if one account says somebody flew somewhere and another mm-hmm. account says somebody walked somewhere. Okay. The way Christians would justify it is, well, he was probably walking on the plane. He probably like, while he was on the plane, he was walking back and forth that way. You can say, well, he was walking the whole way. So he walked there. No. No. Obviously, no. nobody speaks like that. Nobody would do that. But no. that's how people justify these two different things. Um, actually, another example, we talked. I talked about this in one of the videos I made where somebody had a basically like a Rube Goldberg excuse for why um, Judas died two separate ways. Um, because Was it, Judas resurrected and then killed again? No, what he said oh. was that um, okay, so like in Matthew 27, it says that he threw the money um, at the feet of the people who paid him the 30 pieces of silver. Yeah. And then um, and then used the money. I thought I actually had the verses here, but uh, it doesn't matter. And then he used the money to buy a potter's field. And then this uh, field is named for Jesus' blood because it was bought with blood money. So that's why they call it that. And then he hung himself. But um, in... In Acts, it says that he... Sorry, I'm mixing these two up. I'm just going to read the actual passages. Sorry, <laughs> one second. Here. That's okay. Take your time. Okay. So it says, Early in the morning, all the chief priests and the elders of the people made their plans to how uh, 
how to have Jesus executed. So they bound him, led him away, and hanged him. Okay, so when Judas, who had betrayed him, saw that Jesus was condemned, he, had, he was seized with remorse and returned the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders. I have sinned, he said, for I have betrayed the innocent blood. And then uh, it says, yeah, chief priest did a do. And then it says, and that's why, okay, so so they decided to use the money to buy the potter's field and bury a place for foreigners. That's why it is called the field of blood to this day. With the payment he received for his wickedness, Judas bought a field. But in, in the other passage, it says that the priest bought the field with the money that he returned to them. Yeah. There he fell headlong. His body burst open. So in the other version, it says that he hung himself. In this version, he fell headlong. His body burst open, and all the intestines spilled out. Everyone (laughs) in Jerusalem heard about this, so they called the field, in their language, field of blood. How did his guts all spill out? I don't know. (laughs) Because he fell headlong, so maybe he fell off a cliff? Yeah, but maybe, I guess. But it's a field. Yeah, I'm just confused. Like, he fell headlong, but his guts all popped out. Yeah. I don't know. Very strange. Oh, hello, Jagger. Hey, How you doing, bud? Oh, this is nice. This is the first time he's come out in a while. Yeah. He's just hanging. He's just hanging. Hey, buddy. Hey. Hi. So they're very different stories. One, yeah. Yeah. But in the one, they said, oh, he probably hung himself. And mm. then when he hung himself, the rope broke and he fell off a cliff. And then his blood spilled out. <laughs> <laughs> fell off a cliff. It's so funny. <laughs> Not addressing the fact that the one they they obviously both had legends around why they called it the field of blood, and they both yeah. already had legends about it's because of Judas. But they have completely different origin stories, mm-hmm. which you see in any small town that has like a scary story. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, was this a prequel to uh, Field of Dreams? Yeah, it yeah, was. Makes yeah. sense. Wow. Yeah. And then uh, let's see here. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of all wisdom. Knowing the Holy One is insight. That's in Proverbs. And then Ecclesiastes say, don't be too just and don't be too wise. You could end up being betrayed. But don't live bad and don't act like a fool. You could be uh, you could be death before your time has come. The best is to maintain the one while not losing the other. Who fears God maintains the middle ground between the two. So, like, don't don't fear God. Because you won't be very wise, but but also fear God because that's yeah. But don't you have to fear God because of all the retribution and yeah. murder He wants to do and yeah. eternal damnation? Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. But then that all comes back to it's just like, well, you, the only reason you're being good is so He doesn't send you to hell. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't sound like a good guy. I want to say I think other listeners need to know what's happening here is mm. that Jagger is the shyest cat in the world, mm-hmm. but he has come out to just be friends with Damien yeah. and is rubbing up against Damien's legs. This has never happened with another human being that's visited he, before. He has done it before. Yeah. Once, but this was like almost a year ago. Yeah. And then it just never happened again. And I've been coming over more frequently yeah. and he hasn't shown himself, but today he's yeah, feeling good. Good boy. What a good boy. Oh, good boy. Um, yeah, so there's two genealogies for Jesus. Yeah, I dream of genealogy. And they have very they have different people, some different people, some same people, different mm-hmm. number of people between David and Jesus being born. Both passages say this is through Joseph's line to okay. show that Jesus was a descendant of David. They have different people. But jo- didn't Joseph have nothing to do with this? Exactly. 
But that wasn't thought of till later, the virgin birth thing. So right, because then he's just like the stepfather. Yeah, he's the stepfather. But the way people argue is that one's from Mary and one's from Joseph, and that's how they rectify the two. But both verses say that it's they're both um, Joseph. Well, it could be a case of inherited will. Oh yeah, yeah, that's Ooh. a thing. Yeah, or it could just be the um, made up. Oh, that too. Yeah. yeah, it could be both. And like some, one of them has somebody as the other person's son, and the other person, the other one has them as like the reverse. reverse like okay, the strike that, reverse yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of errors there. Um, let's see. And there's a lot of ones with numbers, like uh, Joachim. Um, when he became king, according to Second Kings, he was 18 years old. But according to Second Chron- Chronicles, he was eight years old when he became king. And, it's a big difference. Yeah, uh, Ahaziah um, was Ahaziah. Ahaziah was Ahaziah. two and 20 years old. Okay, uh, two and 20, so 22 years old when he became <laughs> king. According to First Second Kings, two and twenty. To, just say twenty-two. <laughs> yeah, just say twenty-two. Just say twenty-two. <laughs> Second Chronicles, he was forty-two. Another big forty and two. Yeah. Just say forty-two. Just say forty-two. That's how old I am. Oh, oh. Wow, so I could a... say I'm twenty-two according to the Bible. That's true. Are you a king in the castle? Royal ascension. Yeah, I'm the king in my castle. Ahaziah. Ha- actually, Jake is the king, isn't he? Oh yeah. So you're just a little prince. Yeah. Prince. How many horsemen did David capture? Four. Well, according to Second Samuel, it was seven hundred, but according oh. to First Chronicles, it was seven thousand. Okay. How many stalls did Solomon have for his horses? According to Second Chronicles, it was four thousand. Okay. And according to First Kings, it was forty thousand. These are big differences. Yeah. Uh, how many animals were on the ark? According to Genesis 6, there was two of each animal, clean or unclean, even though this was years before God made the law of what was clean and wasn't clean. Right. And uh, Genesis 7, um, that says that there were seven of each clean animal in oh. the ark. Seven of each kind of bird and two of each kind of unclean animal. Right. And seven by seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Careful, buddy. Don't scratch. <laughs> this just surprised me. <laughs> Yeah, so a lot of uh, a lot of um, mistakes and contra- uh, contradictions. I'd never heard the seven animals. Yeah, and we were always told that that was for food, like the reason they're. Oh, they had extras. Yeah, they had extras for food. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the yeah. The, and but what did the animals? That's eat? just another way to apolo- like fit fit it all in there and right. apologetics and yeah, mm. uh, yeah, and like so we also have like the each gospel has their own version of the resurrection. Very, each very different. Different okay. people witnessed it. Different amount of angels who were there, or no angels who were there. I mean, that one could be by like, oh, well, this person who wrote it only saw the one angel because God only revealed the one. But still, right. like, yeah, different people found him first. Sometimes it was the women. Sometimes it was the men. So right. that's all different. It also had a different time that he was crucified. And Mark it says he was um, crucified on the third hour, which is like nine in the morning, and then. Um, John doesn't have him even being offered up for crucifixion till the sixth hour, so like later in the day. And that's, yeah. Just nobody can agree on a time. No. That's fair. Because it's almost like it's just a story. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> see, this is something that I can see people, well, I don't know if I can see people argue. 
<laughs> but my point is just like, well, because it's a story, then why don't you just agree with what yeah. everyone's <laughs> saying? <laughs> but then they'd be like, well, they can't agree because it happened and no one really knows exactly. Yeah, that was the apologetic <sighs> I always heard in Bible college was like, well, if you're talking about something that happened 50 years ago and you're telling your friends and one person's telling their friends, they're going to have a little, there's going to be differences in the story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but you're also not the word of God. <laughs> Such a meatball. <laughs> hey, buddy. Oh. Rough day, eh? Yeah, you got a lot going on, hey? Yeah. Is he like asserting dominance now? I don't know. He's been very cuddly <laughs> lately. He's been oh, like that's very fair. much like just hey, falling into my arms Aww. and falling asleep kind of thing. Yeah. So. That's um, nice. You know, we had a rough go when I switched his food, when I put him on a diet. Oh, yeah. And now he's, uh, we're in a better friendship mode now. Yeah. So, yeah. So he's gotten used to his food? Yeah, yeah. He likes it now. That's right. Yeah. I didn't scare him, though. And I adjusted the scheduling. I think that was part of it, too. Just oh, his schedule was off? Yeah. Now he's feeling a little better? Yeah. That's good. So. Let's see. Yeah, there's there's probably a lot more contradict. I mean, there is a lot more <laughs> contradictions, yeah. but those are some of the surface level ones, some of the obvious ones. Um, there's also a lot of theological things that just don't add up. Right. And uh, yeah, any thoughts on uh, contradictions? Well, it just sounds like uh, they needed a good editor. Yeah. They didn't have one. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and sometimes you know I'm all for authors going back and fixing mistakes, but seems like that's not going to happen with this one well i mean i guess it is happening because we have all these different versions that are retconning yeah and, you know trying to make things more um i, I don't know woke yeah <laughs> well the thing is too like uh, yeah there's different stories like there's two different accounts of mm -hmm. who killed goliath and right. then the niv just puts in it was the brother of Goliath in the second story. It the was, brother of Goliath? Yeah, so they change it so that it's not another person besides David killing Goliath. bro -liath. It's the brother. Yeah. Oh. Um, okay. And uh, and they, they have fixes like that, and there's a bunch of apologetics. Hmm. And it's like, you'd expect different, like, old books like that to have slightly different accounts. Like that's, sure. It's, it makes sense as, a, as documents, old documents. Yeah, there's going to be different uh there's gonna be errors and stuff like that but you don't expect it from the inerrant word of god yeah that's the part that's most troubling i find i mean if this is something that is supposed to be like a historical record sure there's going to be some contradictions and some some questions but something that people take as the infallible word of god and they base their lives around it and then they try and push legislation around it yeah. so it's other people's lives. I think that's where the issue for me comes in. Exactly. Sorry, if folks, you can't I was even wrestling my treat bag. <laughs> if you can't even agree in your own fucking book. Yeah, exactly. Then I don't know what you want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, your book doesn't agree with itself. It's arguing with itself. It yeah, so no wonder they're all arguing with themselves. And hey, yeah. as a work of nonfiction, I'm fine with that. Contradictions, yeah. interpretation, yes, yeah. that is what art does. That's how you work with yeah. it. This is supposed to be a li <laughs> an, an unfallible document yeah. from a holy being. Yeah. That is not a work of art. It's a very different thing. Yeah. 
it should not have all these mistakes and exactly. contradictions. It and like, should yeah, not. And like you said, people are trying to control the world with it, so we we should be able to criticize it. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Another thing, too, I think a lot of times people think that uh, any critici- criticizing is just us picking on them or mocking them for their beliefs. No. And it's like there's part, I mean, part of me. Yeah, that's that. Uh, but yeah. no, we're not. It's like this is a this is you're presenting this as an infallible book, and yeah. so we're looking at it and saying, well, it's not. It's also one of those things where it's just like if you were presenting it as an infallible book, and it had no bearing on anybody else's lives, I don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah, I don't care. The problem is, is that it is so entrenched in our. Um, culture and and lives whether we want it to be or not and there are so many people who are trying to make it more so and use it to push whatever agendas they are doing that is damaging to people that's the issue exactly that's why we make fun of it that's why we're calling them out and that's why we're trying to have some accountability yeah something that is supposed to be um like a higher authority should be held to a higher standard yeah exactly oh hello being pawed at he's been a weirdo aggressively but uh speaking of weirdos should we uh thank our patrons oh might be a good idea hey oh my god wow thank you so much oh wow. thank you oh thank you thank you so much Hey everybody, welcome to our Bible study. Thank you so much for coming on this, the day of our Lord's Bible to be studied. Mm, That's what we say. Studying it away. Study Mm -hmm. um, even the parts that contradict yourself. That's right. I study that. We've all been waiting for the the highly anticipated sequel. It still hasn't come, so instead we're just going to keep rereading and Mm -hmm. re-looking at all the good juicy bits that's already here in front of us amen amen Amen. should we pray should we do some prayer let's pray away our 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 anticipation for bible Mm. two amen amen so first of all we'd like to uh pray and thank our good friends megan and patricia and ct and let's not forget stephen lara Adrian, and of course, Carrie. Mm. And uh, CT, I actually had a CT in the uh, oh. s- in the fall. I had a CT scan. Oh. So, um, CT, Connecticut. It's a state. Oh. John, I have a prayer request for John. Oh. John is always, um, he uses the Bible as his inspiration in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the only problem is because there's so many contradictions in yeah. the Bible, yeah. John um, does both. Right. So it gets very confusing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's not just what the Bible says he does both. He like, whatever he does in life, he also has to do the contradiction of it because he, right. he figures that's the way the Bible's written, so that's the way I have to live. You're covering all bases, I understand yeah. it, but too pious, some might say. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So what? He'll do something good, and then he'll do something evil right away because it's mm-hmm. like, well, I got to do both because I have to follow the Bible. So it's be right at a net zero then. 
Yeah, exactly. So it's a lot, and uh, we just lift John up in, in prayer today. Lift him up, John. Lift him up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have actually have a special prayer request uh, for our friend, Simply Snaps. Now, the, the band at our last uh, service was, was playing a, a beautiful, beautiful song for our Lord and Savior. And uh, mm-hmm. at the end, everyone let out a, a, a huge amen, and there was a slight smattering of claps, but Simply Snaps uh, started snapping. Mm. And I just got to say, listen, this isn't one of those, one of those heathenistic jazz clubs where they're playing yeah. the devil's music with their yeah. rhythm and their dancing and all that stuff. That's not what this is about. We're here for worship and praise. So simply, if you could just yeah. please refrain from snapping at the end of a song, you're confusing all of us here and uh, yeah. making us think impure thoughts about uh, dancing to, to, to Toots McGovern. Yes. Amen. Amen. So we lift them all up and uh, mm-hmm. we also are going to do some Christian rock lyrics. Ah. Can't you see you're not making Christianity better? You're just making rock and roll worse. All right, so this song is called Living Word, and it's a song by Jeremy Camp, who I think is a returning champion. I think we've done Jeremy Camp before. Ooh, Jeremy Camp, the returning champ. I think we have done him. Yeah. Uh, Camp champ. Uh, uh, In this life, there is one guarantee. Jagger, go away. No biting. Jagger, you don't need to bite. <laughs> oh, now he's now he's big dogging me. Yeah. Uh oh. In this life, there's one guarantee: this broken world will only leave me empty. But there's a life that healed my heart, and it holds firm when I'm falling apart. I will stand on the truth in the living Word of God, because every time it moves my soul, uh, every time it moves my soul and shapes my every thought, it's alive in me, the very breath I breathe. I'm holding on with all I got to the living Word. The living word of God, the living word of God. I can't survive in, on bread alone, and I hunger and thirst for your words that give me hope. And it goes on like that. So is this saying that the word of God is living, so meaning it can change, right? <laughs> You'd think so, but no, It's uh, apparently it's been unchanging. Okay, because that's what I don't understand. When you think of something as living, yeah. and a living word. Especially, yeah, like a living document, like... Yeah. It's something that can be updated and changed yeah. as, you know, circumstances and knowledge changes, yeah. right? But this is not saying that. No. This, this is just is... saying his words are alive no matter when. Yeah. Or their words. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Um, I guess, dude. I don't know. Why don't you write your own words? Yeah, exactly. Better than it's... this. And a lot of times people just read the feel good parts. Mm. Like I got a plan for you. I love you. That's fine. Like that. Yeah. Sure. You want to read the feel good parts? Read the feel good parts. Yeah. I don't care. I don't. The things care, that man. make you feel special. But you know, when you're making legislation to actively harm people, I care. Yeah. Exactly. I care a lot. And I'm not happy. I'm mad. I'm mad as hell, and I'm, I'm not going to take, take it anymore. So I want you all to stand up, open your window. <laughs> Uh, thanks everybody. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Work, work, work. Sky Moon. <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar. <laughs>